happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies Present, the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm joined by Reinhardt and Jack. What is up, fellas? Something oh. wrong. I hold my head. Norm McDonald is... Ah, I fucked that all up. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> Oof. I'm too sleepy. Oh, man. I'm just trying to sit here figuring out who I'm going to deep fake myself into with the new software that we'll be talking about later. Mm. This is. Wonder who my my deep fake twin would be. The oh yeah, that's right, that's right, the deep fake twins. Yes, unlike the Bob Z twins, the Cocteau twins, or the Wyckoffsky sisters, <laughs> these digital twins are. <laughs> I don't know. It's the only twins I could think of coming off the top of my head like that. Not bad. <laughs> oh, Better than terrible. the molestation of some lady. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I don't know. There's never going to anything ever going to top that. Yeah. I was so tired that night. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you know, what's I up, guys? People messaging me. They're like, hey, what, what episode was that? Where yeah, he talks yeah, about yeah. the molestation of some lady. I'm like, that's literally the show title. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's literally... The name of I'm like that level of tired right now. Are you really? Are you really? I started yeah, taking. Dying. I started taking new supplements. I uh, ran out of my Alex Jones stuff, so now I've switched to the Joe Rogan. No, I'm joking. Um, but I do have. I do have um, uh, a sample. I got a, I got a free sample of their Shroom Tech stuff. It's um, the ashwagandha and mushroom. I think it's like an energy supplement, and I've been taking it for three days, and I um I I think I'm feeling energetic. I think, I'm not sure. Nice. Yeah, I think so. You know, I decided I decided not to go with ivermectin, and instead just I I neglected to to get the horse paste, and now I'm doing camel paste instead. Ah. Oh, you went right to the See big stuff. Goes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You went for ivermectin. Yes, the the bigger. Ivermectin's <laughs> older brother, Ivermectin. Yes. Hey, man, it's it's worked for the Bedouins. I have no idea what you just said, but okay. <laughs> I have no idea who those people are that you just mentioned. You know, camel people, like the actual Middle Easterners, not not Jews. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So, uh, is everybody everybody got your Fauci ouchie to go with the federal mandate? I know. I think everybody here is employed by employers that employ more than one hundred employees. Am I correct? I mean, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, like Jack, you too, yep. right? You have more than hundred employees at your job. Yes, like at least, right? At least hundred. Uh, so, and I have well over a hundred at my job. I mean, just the, just the electrical division on this job is well over a hundred people. So yeah, just, just my area of work is like 200 people. Right. So, um, all of our jobs are going to be included. I mean, they don't necessarily have to be federal. They just, we're just included in that mandate that, that president ear tag, deep fake reptilian skin suit mask no earpiece having mask thing did you see that did you i had to breathe there oh my god did that you was see so that? weird it looked like a freaking cow tag the, inside his earlobe it was like it was his earlobe yeah now like i mean conspiracy candy clearly oh for sure but 
we all know for when we have known for a while, there is something going on with his ears. And that's how we can that's one way we can tell that it's not actually Joe Biden. Yeah, but like, I mean, are we really seeing breadcrumbs or are we seeing pissed on breadcrumbs or, you know, like, I don't know, man, it's on the TV. So it's fake. Yeah, that is true. I can't, I can't. It's still weird. Like, why would they pick that? Yeah. Why would they pick that they as a spot to not to and fix? know about our ear focus? Right. Speaking of paranormies, we got to do something about those fake paranormies on YouTube. Oh, yeah. You mean the guys who have less than 30 videos who have been around for less than a year and they somehow have 40,000 subscribers they totally didn't pay for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been around for four months. Four months, 30,000 subscribers. and 40,000 subscribers, right? That's 10,000 subscribers a month. That's what you pay for. But also, what was the deal with the picture that uh, Aether put up in the chat about the font being very similar to our font? Oh, the paranormal um, t-shirt. Well, here. Is that... Here is is that no, I, no, I see the picture. I mean, I've seen the picture. Okay. Is that... Is that... Um, is that, like, on their their YouTube thing or whatever? Yeah, that's their YouTube cover and like their their profile picture right now. And so it's the basically the font off the original Paranormies No Such Thing as Coincidences t-shirt. Yes. Wow. And one of their guys is named Johnny. Yeah, one of the guys is named Johnny and it's it's amazing. It's amazing. There's no gay op going on whatsoever. This is interesting. Like I really do need to Yeah, you really yeah. do. Also, did you see the uh, the comment that he made on their YouTube? Yes, yes, yes. Their uh, their their name came from their name came from the phrase uh, "a pair of normal investigators," and it just got smushed into paranormies. Yeah, and he said, and then one night I was about to fall asleep and thought about smashing that whole phrase into one word and thought of the word paranormies. And then everyone clapped. Yeah. yeah. The ghosts all clapped. And then my room clapped. Right. <laughs> wow. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm honored or like irritated by this, you know? This. This is interesting. This is interesting. It is weird. And I think there are too many coincidences here to call this anything more than the guys. Gay it's a gay. Op. Literally jacked our stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they jacked our stuff. If they're real people to begin with, they stole our stuff because we are a racist podcast that they think nobody cares about. So they were like, oh, that name is really cool. Let's use that. Or it's just an entire Jugo gay op. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of the videos that they've done? They're terrible. They're horrible. It's like Ghost Hunters on Sci-Fi Channel. It, yeah, Ghost Hunters on Sci-Fi Channel is better. Far. That's true. I mean, these I, guys are like these guys are extremely amateur ghost hunters, and they're literal ghost hunters. I don't want to talk about these faggots. Yeah, just know if you find a channel called Paranormies on YouTube, it's not. No, us. it is not us. It's not us. Yeah, and don't come into our Telegram channel expecting it to be us. Oh Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> don't expect us to be them. That guy. All right. So, the big news of the day. Let's just jump right to the entertainment section. Norm McDonald yeah. died. Jeez, Louise, man. Norm MacDonald, the actor, the comedian. Born Norman Jean MacDonald. Yes, he was a leaf. He was born in Quebec City, Quebec. 
You know what? That's okay. Yeah, he's he's one of the good. He was one of the good Leafs. Uh, he was Saturday Night Live. He did the weekend update. Very very funny guy. Um, he had a lot of he had a lot of pretty based things. Pretty based jokes. Some some uh, racist, pretty racist humor. You know, for for back then, pretty edgy. Uh, he was seemingly seemingly almost our guy. You know, yeah, and this was a time like early '90s uh, was a time where the comedy, even just the normal comedy back then, would is getting canceled now by all the faggotry. But he was even on the edge for then. He really went pretty far with some of his stuff, which is great. Right, right, and he had he had some edgy comedy um, on a couple of on, on a couple of different topics. Um, one of them, one of them was Adolf Hitler, which was which was a hilarious thing. Uh, we have a, I have a clip. You don't want to hear this one? We want to hear the the Norm Macdonald on Adolf Hitler. It's a great clip. Yes, actually. You guys want to hear this? All right, here we go. Let's let's play this. In a second, I'm gonna let it download. It's gonna take a few a few seconds for my still semi chitte internet. So come on, do the bit here. Didn't he used to do a lot of really good impressions too? <laughs> he did. He did a lot of impressions. All right, let's do the let's do the Hitler. Let's do the Hitler bit. There right, we go. Uh, Four twenty was the birthday of Austrian-born German politician and the leader of the National Socialist German Workers Party. A fellow went by the name of Adolf Hitler. Um, but this guy, there's a picture of him, Adolf Hitler. Very compelling kind of a figure. Odd-looking duck. But there's something about his eyes. Hypnotic. Um, his eyes are almost entirely black. Um, they, they play- he was a decorated veteran of World War I. <laughs> and he joined the war... Hold the fort. He hated Jews. That's the that's the joke. Is that you're like, <laughs> hold up, hold up. He hated Jews. And you like, they like guys look at each I other. I love like, that. Yeah, hold the fort, hold the fort. <laughs> Norm Macdonald was great. I love the way he brings it up too. It's like it's almost in the way that that we do. It's like, oh, he hated Jews. Shut it down. Right. <laughs> stop here. Right. Right. Yeah, man. He was oh, great. great. He was great. A lot of his stuff is hilarious, man. Who uh do you remember who did the weekend report after him? Was Dennis Miller after him or before him? Oh. Cuz I didn't start watching Saturday night live like in earnest until the 2000s. Mm. Uh oh. Colin Quinn. Colin weekend Quinn. update, sorry. Okay. Colin Quinn. So he went from Norm Macdonald. So it must have gone Dennis Miller then Norm Macdonald then Colin Quinn then. Dennis Miller, then Kevin Nealon, oh, then Norm Macdonald. Kevin Nealon. I remember Kevin Nealon. Oh, he was the Mr. Subliminal. Yes. Yes, Mr. Subliminal. That's right. Yeah. He was yes. also he was also uh one of the movies with um Adam Sandler or one of those guys. He was the guy who did, got way too much Botox. Like Kevin oh, Nealon was in in a lot of Adam Sandler's movies. Yes, he was. 
All those guys, God, that, they're all in each other's movies. Even that guy's 69, dude. Kevin Nealon, yeah, dude, they're all getting old. Adam oh, Sandler's... So strange. Adam Sandler's got to be 60? How Adam old is Sandler that? Is... How old is that ratty-looking Jew? He's getting... 55. And 55? yeah, it got even worse when he started growing the mustache outside of movies. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he looks... I mean, he's got that... John Lebowitz, you know, John Stewart Lebowitz looking the uh, Larry King phenotype. All those guys have that pointy, very angular, pointy uh, rat phenotype. Yeah, he, he honestly looks like a dude who, who would have gone into like making porn films. Like directing them, the creepy guy who directs it. I, implying he like, hasn't and doesn't. Well, okay, so, true, but yeah, that's so all amateur. Back to Norm, back to Norm. So yes. Norm Macdonald, he was, you know, he was like very witty. All of his, his comedy was very witty. Apparently he died of a nine year private battle with cancer. I, I don't know that I want to press X to doubt, but I don't know. I mean, you never want to, you never want to talk about how, how somebody died. It's sad either way. He was very young. He was 61. Yeah, very, very odd. But I keep seeing, you know, from a lot of people, this is just his personality to, you know, hide things like this. But I don't know, a nine-year battle with cancer and nobody knew about it. Oh, Lord. And he, of course, of course, is one of his very, very best, very, very best characters on Saturday Night Live was his Burt Reynolds to Will Ferrell's Alex Trebek. Oh, yeah. Yes. Those are... Those are some of the best. That's some of the best comedy on all of on all of television. What is this? What is this one? Hold on a second. What is this? I want to hear this. Oh, this is like eight minutes. Never mind. It's a Jeopardy one. It's like eight minutes long. We're not watching that. It's hilarious though. That's the one with uh, where he does Burt Reynolds with like the super oversized hat. Yes, the giant hat. Yeah, <laughs> and then does Norm Macdonald do uh, Sean Connery? He's Sean Connery too, right? Or is that somebody else? No, who was that? Um, no, because Burt Reynolds and Sean Connery be on at the same time. Yeah, never mind. That's right. That's one of the best ones. Yeah, Burt Reynolds and Sean Connery on together, like cussing each other out, and Burt Reynolds can't pronounce anything. <laughs> like one of the yeah, it's it's just it's Norm Macdonald classic comedy. If you guys don't watch it, go back. Just go back and. Do a YouTube search for Norm McDonald. We're gonna do. We're gonna do instead of a music break this week. We're gonna do a Norm McDonald break. So I found a nice little three minute clip of his, and we're gonna use that as the break this week. So a little preview. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, man. He his impressions. That guy. He could do Andy Rooney, Clint Eastwood, David Letterman, Larry King, Quentin Tarantino, Rod Serling, Mr. Bean. Uh, he. He all kinds of, you know, Burt Reynolds, absolutely, you know, but uh, that was his whole thing. His, his, oh man, when he, he tore apart the OJ thing, like when, when you know, the whole OJ murder thing. Yeah. He, no, he's been, oh, go ahead. No, I was saying he would like, he would like, like straight up talk shit on OJ on, on uh, the weekend update. And the West Coast president of NBC was like OJ's best friend, and we're like, you know, that's not cool. So, <laughs> yeah, he. Um, oh God, what was I going to say? Um, 
No, he was an avid, like, anti all of this, like, Me Too, cancel culture, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been like that for a while, though I do remember, didn't he come out in defense of, like, Louis C.K. at one point? Uh, Louis C.K.'s jerking off into the plant story? Yeah, with all that with Sarah Silverman. I don't know. I don't think Norm MacDonald was in on that. I don't I don't wanna believe that. It's possible. It's possible. Jack, do you know yeah, anything know. about that? I just know Oh yeah. If you want to look that up. I know he um I know he lost a couple of appearances and things. He he definitely got hit a couple of times just for defending people and criticizing like the whole Me Too thing. And yeah, OJ, I know that was a big thing back in the day. Yeah, the Me Too thing. He was like pretty much like you went into a guy's dressing room with a guy who's like uh, famous. Like, what did you think was gonna happen? You know, like, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's like, he's like, why are you acting like you're stupid, bitch? Basically, you know. He was in a lot of movies. Still hilarious. Oh yeah, absolutely. He was in a lot of movies. Dirty Work. Everybody knows him from Dirty Work. You know, Grown Ups, Funny People, Screwed, Deuce Bigelow, The Doctor Doolittle movies, Ridiculous Six, Jack and Jill, The Animal, The People vs. Larry Flint, and Billy Madison. Hmm. Lots. I did for Caves and Billy Madison. Yeah. I did a lot of TV stuff. My name is Earl. News Radio. He was on News Radio. I remember that. The Drew Carey Show, the Larry Sanders Show. He was on uh, Animated Project. He did uh, Fairly Odd Parents, Dr. Doolittle, The Orville, and Mike Tyson Mysteries. Uh, uh, he plays the voice of a pigeon. <laughs> didn't know that but yes. okay mike tyson mysteries is like uh if you're like a 30 year old stoner who works the late shift and gets off work at like one like if you're like a waiter or a bartender or something you get home at like one o'clock in the morning and you're like half drunk that's the kind of stuff you're watching oh wonderful like yeah it's like mike it's like well it's 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 adult swim 15 minute cartoons you know they've replaced squidbillies and um what was good adults from Squidbillies, Metalocalypse, Aqua Teen Hunger Force? They've replaced all that with uh, like Mr. Pickles and like the Mike Tyson Mysteries. God, I hate this realm. Yeah. Super Jail. Remember Super Jail? Super Jail. Jack, do you remember that? Mm, nah. It was terrible. It was terrible. But um, that was around the Squidbillies era. Yeah, so that was a while ago. God, mm. when did Squidbillies even come out? Now you got me going on a rabbit hole. <laughs> Squidbillies was Squid was funny Billies. at first, then it got it got old. Uh, but anyways, back to okay. back to um back to Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald uh, was named to the 100 greatest stand up comedians of all time. Uh, he's, he's a funny guy, man. He's a funny guy. It's sad, sad that somebody dies at 61 years old like that. Nine-year battle with cancer. I don't know. What do you do to come out against COVID? I'm surprised he didn't die of COVID. Nothing with COVID. Died of cancer. There you go. He was too busy getting dialysis. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know. So, speaking of COVID, speaking of COVID, President uh, Deepfake Ear Skin Tag Weirdo Face there. Uh, he shared a message to the unvaccinated Americans. As the nation continues to fight rising coronavirus cases and deaths, he implored them to get the vaccine, but he noted, We've been patients, but our patience is wearing thin. This nigga don't know anything about patience and what patience has limits. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's been that's been the meme I've seen all across Telegram. It's like, dear President Biden, uh, your patience isn't the one that has limits. Right. I mean, oh my God. I just love uh, it's it's once again the same like the same script trope of he does something or they do something that once again we called, but it's just totally outrageous and outlandish and then just doubles down. Yes. He basically, down on he basically declared war against the American people. Calm down there, Rick Wiles. Have you seen those? He's declared yes. war against the American people. You can't do this. This is unconstitutional. We're a constitutional republic. will rise again. Yes. Ugh. Answer to 1984 or 1776. We need to take all your Bill Hicks uh, impersonations and just use them as drops. Oh, man. That one didn't even hurt my throat. That was a good one. Nice. Sometimes Probably that tea you're drinking. Sometimes, Yeah, it's actually really good. And it's Lady Grey. It is Twining's Lady Grey. And it is delicious. Ooh. Yes. Twining's is good. It really um, is. It really is. If you, I mean, for like commercially available tea, if you, if you can't. Well, um, Grandma Towler's tea is actually about to be available uh Realm wide, you'd be able to get it in the United States easily without having to go through all kinds of crazy custom stuff. She's the cool um, our girl from England that sells tea. Oh yeah, yeah. Grandma Towler's teas. So you'd be able to buy that. Also, I guess what? Guess what I did today? I bought a soap package from Mighty White Soap Company. Nice. I love their soaps. Yeah, I was. I was just like, you know what? I haven't looked at Mighty White Soap in a while. So I looked at their website, and right on the first page was a black soap with a uh, glow-in-the-dark CIA written in it. It was like glow-in-the-dark CIA nigger fucking soap. I have to get this. So I, I just emailed them. That's incredible. I emailed them and I was like, hey, uh, long time no remember they made the uh, the Flat Earth soap a long time ago and they made a moon hoax soap in, in honor of the paranormies. <laughs> so I hit him up and I was like, hey, hey, uh, I need some soaps. So I ordered a bunch of soaps. I can't wait. I haven't. Yeah, I, it's weird, right? You order a guy being excited about buying soap. Except I'm looking at it right now and it's actual glow in the dark CIA soap. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that one's not actually going to get ever, ever, you know, be in contact with water. That one's going on the shelf right next to the flat earth soap and the moon landing soap. Those are, those are, um, those are now, uh, in the collection. Some guys collect knives. Others collect, you know, shot glasses. Johnny Monoxide collects uh, racist soap. I, I collect, Yeah. Just all kinds of racist stuff. I have soaps and wood cuttings and wood burnings and books and stickers. Oh, oh by the way, burnings are freaking I, awesome. I forgot. Yeah. Daniel Kuhn's wood burnings are amazing. I forgot when, um, our buddy, uh, Dillard Q Thurman, the guy who drew the guy who drew the clown comic books. Yes. Which I read one of them. It's 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 great. It's trippy, but it's great. Uh, he sent us. I forgot about these. These Kyle Rittenhouse, the People's Hero stickers. So we have some stickers. Nice. Yeah. Can you and, send one my way whenever you send me another boat? Yeah, I'll I'll stick one. Everybody's next. Whatever they get, I'll stick. I got a couple other stickers. Yeah, people keep sending us cool stuff. Like Dillard Q Thurman has one. Uh, so far, is winning September's um, listener. Uh, sent in item 
competition. There isn't really a competition. I mean, but his was the coolest so far. Three comic books that he drew himself and are like production quality and some stickers. So he's winning. Uh, the book guy was, I mean, the book was great though, right, Jack? I mean, we're all, we're all happy about the book. Yours is, still oh, yeah. com- yours is still coming. I'm actually reading the one that they sent you. Oof. You sure it didn't have like a personalized note in there? No, it was like sent from Amazon. So like, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was just a note that then inside the box it said, books are for Jack. That was it. That was the whole note. Like <laughs> Short, sweet, to the point. <laughs> right. We have, you know, I mean, there's autism right there. It's literally a piece of graph paper that says books are for Jack. <laughs> I hope I didn't get too doxy with that, with the mentioning of the graph paper. Could have been anybody from the graph chat there. Ron. No, I'm kidding. Ron doesn't know how to read. He wouldn't send you books. What am I talking about? <laughs> Assuming anybody in the graph chat knows how to read. Oh, shh. I just collect books just to kind of look smart. Borzor can read. Borzor can write. That doesn't mean he can read. I feel like that that's an incorrect statement, but I feel you have to be able to do the other to do the one and not the other. I don't know. Right Jack, you can write. You've sent me some good stuff. Yeah, but that means Jack can read. Oh, no. But can you read, Jack? Oh, he reads uh, every oh, week. No. What are you talking about? He reads every week. We, we get the Necronormicon. He reads these selections from books. Stop it. How do you know I'm not using deep fake software? Damn it. I was going to say that. <laughs> Anyway, it's my deep fake, bro. You have to be able to read to be able to write. You don't have to be able to write to be able to read. I don't know. Did I say that wrong? You can. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I might have also just made that up. So probably I mean we could be making up this entire thing. This whole thing, this whole thing, could be a figment of your imagination right now. Whoever's listening to this. Because whoever you are, you just like to have fun. Just like <laughs> what the we do. hell are we doing? All right, let's get back. To, let's get back to President Deepfake uh, and the vaccines yes. and the vaccine mandates. The mag- the mandates are coming. These pretty fairly unenforceable mandates. Go- I mean, like you can't get a fake COVID vaccine card. That's a federal offense. Yeah, you can. That's the whole point of getting them. The whole point Especially is, if you don't work for a federal agency. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even if you do work for a federal agency, you really think they're they're going to spend the manpower going through those COVID cards to look up everybody's batch number, make sure that you're in the CDC's website as that batch number. That is true. I do know that they want to copy on federal agencies, but if as long as the number, you know, isn't as long as it doesn't match up to something. Mm. I have a feeling it's just being collected and put into a pile. I really don't. Think yeah, they really sort of, I don't really think there's any sort of enforcement being going going on here. I think what it's what's being done is companies are being quote forced to do the mandate, and a lot of people don't want to do it. So companies are doing the thing where they're like, you know, we're not at our numbers, so we're going to give you the opportunity to come forward and let us know if you're vaccinated, so that we can, you know, like get those numbers up, so we don't have to do the mandate. Wink, wink. Is that where your job did? I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? <laughs> he doesn't work. I don't work. I actually do. What are you talking about, That's Jack? True. Jesus. 
That's why I'm never it's a in lot the of work, Jack, to keep those geese in. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. This is this is, this is why I'm never in the chat because I'm not working. Did I work it's in a, a place that cover. has like negative cell phone reception? It actually like deletes things on your phone while you're working. I have seen the EMF at work. Like I will have full bars LTE and literally can't do anything on my phone. Not a text message, not nothing. Not, no, I'm, like, I have an iPhone. So like four bars and LTE, I should be able to send an iMessage, right? No. Nope. Nope. It goes through as a text message and then get, and then fails to send. Like with full bars. So yeah, there's something going on around where I work. So that's not surprising. Yeah, it's EMF. Uh, it's Jack, sort of EMF. Jack, how's your work doing? Have they said anything yet? Or oh yeah, that's right. You're uh, getting a mandate. Um, so I mean, they've asked if I'm getting it. I think it's been brought up like once or twice. Like oh yeah, you know Biden's gonna try to make it mandatory. Yada yada yada. They still ask me. I tell them I'm not getting it. You can fucking fire me. I don't care. But, like, they're not actively pushing it. And, honestly, at least half of the people there, including my boss, is like, yeah, no, I'm not taking that shit. Well, good. Let's hope that lasts. I don't think the superintendent on, like, the head superintendent that was talking about how the mandate's going to go down, I don't think that person wants to get vaccinated either and is not really thrilled about the whole mandate process. And I think they just drew straws on who was going to have to go out and explain it all, and he got the short one. No, this is the head. This is the head superintendent of the entire project. This is like the boss, boss. So I don't, and I know that they don't want to. You know, this person does not want anything to do with it because this person is a is a Trump supporter, but also not necessarily a firm believer in all of this COVID hype. Right. Like I've heard, I've heard conversations and, you know, and a lot of, yeah, well, I don't know. You know, it was kind of bandied about like there was a little, you know, that hesitancy, hesitancy, even though, even though Trump is the biggest purporter of the, um, of the vaccine, you know, the best vaccines, you get the vaccines, the quickest, the best vaccines are the greatest vaccines. Come get your vaccine. Ah, yes, the super vaccine. Yes, yes. I mean, I don't need the vaccine. We have the I greatest the vaccine. We have the super vaccine. That's right. I took the REMS deer. I don't need, maybe I'm immune. I don't know, maybe I'm immune. <laughs> Just godlike powers, I guess. That's what happens when you're god emperor. Of Israel, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> of Israel. All right. Um, um, yeah, at- at my work, they are, uh, they're pressuring, they're getting everybody in, like anybody who wants to try and get some kind of exemption or doesn't want to take it. Now they're basically like, all right, everybody who doesn't want it, take your gold star and let's put in your paperwork. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah. We have, like I said, we, we had, uh, I'm on a pretty big job, right? And I mean, there's, uh, it's amazing how many how many large construction projects are going on right now. Um, but it's a pretty big job and there's well over a thousand construction workers. And so what they did was they set up a table and at the table you could go and sign a piece of paper that said whether or not you had gotten the vaccine. 
And whether you had gotten one dose of Pfizer or both doses of Pfizer, or if you gotten one Johnson and Johnson or one Moderna, because Moderna is only one too, right? Yes. Yes. So it was the one jab of the J and J or the Moderna or the two of the Pfizer. And it's like pretty much, you know, pretty much, uh, on your own honesty there, you know? Yeah, basically just come forward, wink, wink, and tell us if you've been vaccinated, wink, wink, so that right. way we don't have to mandate anything, wink, wink. Wink, wink, right, because I don't want to have to get mandated, wink, wink, because I'm going to have to lose my job, wink, wink. Right, yeah, and, and that's the thing with all these construction jobs and trade jobs, um, like you and I were talking about on the phone yesterday, you know, if enough of these guys, enough of your guys say, well, screw you, I'm not doing it, uh, the job doesn't get done, and nobody gets paid. That right. means the lower guys who can just go on and find a new job and the higher ups, mm-hmm. the ones who are in charge of everything, they don't get paid. Yeah. And that's, a, that's a big thing is that this whole thing is about finishing the job and getting paid with, with this. I mean, that's how it is with any construction job, but they know that on some projects, like there's, there's some big government projects out there, some big government um, construction projects out there that only have like 18% vaccinated. And, right, and if they if they have to mandate that you know the mandate is seventy five percent, I believe, right, or everybody, but a minimum of seventy five percent, right, and then those that don't have to submit to the weekly testing. Now, the weekly testing is that going to be the the Q tip up the ass, Q tip up the nose, or the spit in a cup? All of the above. Yes. <laughs> why not all three at the same time? Right, why not all three? No, but I don't know. I don't know what kind of testing they're going to be doing anymore. But um. I think it'll be either the Q-tip or the spit in the cup. I th- I think they'll be given the option. Yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think if given the option, I'm going to allow them to show a Q-tip up my nose. I mean, well, obviously, yeah. I mean neither one are that accurate to begin with. So, right, and and of course, you know, we we talked about it. I believe we talked about it first way back when uh, they decided that the PCR tests were no longer valid and all PTR, all PCR tests up until that moment are now invalid. Yes. So sorry about all the quarantining you had to do for no reason, folks. Yeah. Now, uh, funny how it's gone from, yes, the tests are invalid. So now you're, you know, you're not totally safe. You're not COVID negative, actually. Now you have to get these tests and still quarantine. Right. And it's get the vaccine. Uh, if you don't get the two shots, then you're unvaccinated. Now it's if you didn't get the first booster, you're unvaccinated. Second booster. Then the third one, as it comes, if you don't get that one, you are unvaccinated and you are part of the problem. You are murdering people. It's funny how this whole thing just escalates over and over, almost like it's happened before. Yeah, it's weird. It's almost like this script is played out several times. You know, I wouldn't worry about it. Hmm. Honestly, this, this time there's blacks. <laughs> Nationalist Acquirer episode blank. This time there's blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Made that down. <laughs> this time with blacks yeah. instead of blackjacks and ho- instead of blackjack and hookers. <laughs> Fat blacks and hookers. <laughs> 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 Same thing. Oh. 
Oh, <laughs> that just reminds me. No, 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 no. no. All right. Um, anyways, so yeah, back to the mandate stuff. Yeah. So uh, Joe Biden. Yeah. This is this is a seriously aggressive effort by the admin, the administration to get the uh, this pandemic under control. The raging pandemic, raging, absolutely raging. It's raging. I mean, people are just dropping dead of COVID everywhere, and wouldn't you really wouldn't know it if nobody was wearing a mask? All these people dying alone, holding nurses' hands, scarring these nurses, so all they can do is go onto TikTok and cry. I don't. Remember are they still used to dance? Are they still doing that? Are they still doing that? <laughs> I don't think they're dancing anymore. Okay. Who is Doctor Ashish Jha? Is that the new um secretary or what's his name? Uh, the uh, Surgeon General. Uh, is that his name? Ashish Jha. J H A J. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So let's just scroll this through this real quick. President Biden's latest vaccination push is the most aggressive effort. Critics see the move as by the president as a reversal of his previous promise to avoid mandates. Federal health officials, however, believe it is the next step in the fight against the healthy, the highly healthy, the highly contagious Delta variant, which is killing more than 1,500 Americans every day, according to a CNBC analysis of Johns Hopkins University data, and filling hospitals in unvaccinated pockets of the country to the brim. We're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers, Biden said Thursday in announcing the plan. We're going to reduce the spread of COVID-19 by increasing the share of the workforce that is vaccinated in businesses all across America. This multi-pronged approach affects hundreds of public and private sector companies and tens of millions of American workers. It mandates vaccines and eliminates testing options for federal government employees, including those in the healthcare sector, and calls for stiff penalties for those who don't comply. Here's where vaccination is mandatory with no testing. Federal employees and contractors that work with the government face renewed vaccine mandates and will no longer have the option of regular COVID testing. If you want to work with the federal government and do business with us, get vaccinated, Biden said. If you want to do business with the federal government, vaccinate your workforce. Hmm. If you want to do business with the devil, vaccinate your cattle. Right. Well, look what they're doing. Okay. If you're seeing, if you're seeking healthcare at a healthcare facility, you should be able to know that these people treating you are vaccinated. See what they're doing? You see what they're doing? Uh-huh. Simple, straightforward, period. All the Head Start programs, which is for schools. All right. So here we go. Uh, to boost the daily pace for the shots, which have slowed down after a spike in mid-August, the president ordered the Department of Labor to create a new rule requiring any company with more than 100 employees to mandate vaccines for their employees or weekly COVID tests for workers who cite religious or health reasons for not getting vaccinated. However, those reasons for opting out are likely to be more scrutinized by employers going forward. Yeah, no shit. Employers will also be ordered to oh, be paid, provide paid time off for employees to get vaccinated. This employees applies to both the public and private sector. Nobody should lose pay in order to get vaccinated or to take a loved one to get vaccinated, said Biden. How nice of them. Wow. Do they also give you free donuts if you get vaccinated? Right. 
that's yeah that's the thing is is uh first it was free donuts and then it was then it was take the science juice or you're fired and jack thank you for actually bringing this up i totally forgot about this um yeah you want to know who's exempt well yes as is, as they're exempt from literally everything uh yes congress is exempt Congress is exempt from the COVID vaccine mandate. They are exempt from antitrust laws. They are exempt from insider trading laws. They are exempt from a lot of sedition laws, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, Congress is basically a criminal gang that runs this, uh, runs the paperwork of this country. It's a small hat club and you're not in it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So Congress God, is exempt. It. America. So there we go, dude. So uh, consequences for violating the rules. Uh, most Americans wording. support vaccine mandates in workplaces with 62% of Americans backing the idea, according to an August poll by USA Today. Still, among the 29% of U.S. voters who are unvaccinated. That's a weird number. 83% say they do not plan to get the life-saving shot. So of the 29%, 83% of them, so like 24%, 23% of the people who are unvaccinated, say they are not planning to get the life-saving shots. Notice how they're called life-saving. I love that wording. Yes. Companies. Oh, oh this is how they're getting people. So they're, they're calling it a violation of an OSHA rule now. You can't mandate it, so they made it an OSHA violation. So companies will face a $13,600 penalty per violation of the OSHA rule. OSHA has experienced a steady decline in staffing and currently provides one inspector for every 83,000 workers, according to the AFL-CIO, the largest federations of unions. The appeal to the unvaccinated Americans. In his announcement, Biden questioned why 80 million Americans have still not received the shots after they were made free and accessible and were approved by the FDA. What more is there to wait for? What more is there to see? We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. Oh, my God. Jack, let me ask you this. The last time an OSHA inspector showed up at your job, if at all, what did you do to him? I stuffed him into a locker and kept him there for a week. <laughs> As you should. OSHA at, yes. at minimum. Is, so OSHA is as bad, if not worse, than the FDA. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Biden appeals. Imagine not breaking all OSHA laws possible at, at all times at work as much yeah. as possible. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like throwing car batteries into the ocean. You just violate OSHA laws. Never it's done that legal before. thrill. Right. Oh, dude, it's it. You got to do it. It it's such a thrill. It's safe and it's legal. It's legal. I've never safe. gone down to the beach when I was in San Diego and did that. Never. It recharges the electric eels. It does. <laughs> it, absolutely. Yeah. It's is actually it, good for the environment. This is fact. It is. This is both with salt. They're That's filled what they with salt water. Want you to know. The battery wants to go home. It's, it's filled with salt water. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Just so, wants to go home. Is that yeah. free Willy? <laughs> yeah. What's in San Diego? So. Yeah. That's true. Okay. So back to come on. Can we be serious about <laughs> yes. COVID here for a second, guys? Yes. Seriously, this is like serious business. All right. So the new the cities of New York and San Francisco are already requiring proof of vaccination for activities such as dining indoors and attending movies and entertainment venues. With New York City requiring proof of at least one dose and San Francisco requiring proof of full vaccination. San Francisco is yeah. So you have 
San Francisco, the city that now allows you to just go ahead and shit wherever you feel like in the streets and then sleep in it if you feel like it, is going to require you to get vaccinated to uh, to get your uh, kombucha and um, you know artisanal meat and cheese charcuterie tray. God, I, if I had known how gay this cyberpunk dystopian world was going to be, I never would have signed up for it when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine being one of these neckbearded guys with your mulatto wife in San Francisco saying, oh boy, I got my first shot. I can't wait to get my second one so I can go out and get fast food again. Yeah. Oh, so I can go out and get Scottish Thai fusion. Um, I don't know if that exists. Irish Indian fusion exists in San Francisco. Now, now to be fair, to be fair, that's not that big of a stretch. The, yeah, it's really not. Yeah, the Anglo Indian thing's not really that big of a stretch. It's it's not that bad. It, it really wasn't that bad because like basically the, the same thing. Yeah, like the croquettes and stuff that they make in Ireland, and the same thing as they make the croquettes in in India. There's just like the curry stuff and uh, whatever. And Irish and potatoes and potatoes and curry and. It was a rather interesting place. I just didn't, I, I don't think Guinness and curry go together, but yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That's just me. So, all right. Um, so about 75% of us adults have received at least one dose of a COVID vaccine and about 54% of all Americans are fully vaccinated. According to the CDC and prevention data, Experts are still split on what percentage of a population needs to be vaccinated in order for a population to reach herd immunity, though estimates are between 70 and 90%, which is different than the original definition of herd immunity, which is when a population becomes immune through building up natural antibodies by getting something. Building up immunity. Well, you know they've been changing definitions left and right oh, walking yeah. through this entire thing. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, and closing, Biden says, this is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. Sounds exactly like what a communist would say. Was the video real? I saw uh, just a quick uh, clip of Jen Psaki and one of the... Uh, she was given a press conference and one of the news, one of the journalists uh, had asked like, is uh, whatever happened to the, the, my body, my choice argument, as far as abortion goes, like, does that apply here? And she just smiled, got her stuff and walked away. And she was, yeah, she was in the process. Anything. She was in the process. Like the reporter started saying that what happened to my body, my choice. And as she was saying that as a female reporter, as the female reporter started saying my body, my choice, Jen Saki just kind of smiled, gathered up her stuff and left. Yeah. What, like and then off. on the way out the door, I thought President Biden said he would he wouldn't do a mandate. He wasn't going to do a mandate, and she continued to smile and walk out the door. Yeah, you so, ever believe that? No, Kabuki. It's like nigga, you actually bought that? Wow. Yeah, but like <laughs> this is like you know Kabuki Political Theater three thousand. Of course. Speaking of Kabuki Political Theater three thousand. Uh, there was an Israeli hot mic. Hot mic. Oh, yeah. Hot mic caught on a hot mic. Israeli health minister. Speaking of COVID, this all ties together. Nice to you. Health minister says green pass not based on epidemiology. 
Yeah, Nitsan Horowitz. Oof. Nitsan Horowitz was talking to Interior Minister. All right, I gotta stop doing that. That's just, that's a horrible thing to do. I'm not. I'm not Meraki. You. I don't do the Jew thing like that. All right. So Israeli Health Minister Nitsan Horowitz was talking to Israeli Interior Minister Ayelet Shaked, who is a female. And he says, our problem is people who don't get vaccinated. We need, in quotes, to influence them a bit. Otherwise, we'll never get out of this. Uh, I don't believe, I don't believe this is true, that this is how, that this is what happened. I believe this is an artificial hot mic. This is a um, scripted conspiracy candy pissed on breadcrumb. Yeah, I listened to the video Uh on the telegram post that it was, and they're just, they're speaking in Hebrew. So I can't really tell how like sincere anything sounds, but I, I think the fact that this is even coming out and especially on a website like Jewish news syndicate, which no, this is not a, uh, a Rick roll or anything. This is not the satire. This is just pissed on breadcrumbs. Um, I mean, we know it was never about epidemiology. We know it was never about safety or anything like that. It was never anything but a pressure tool and basically uh, gold stars for the people who don't want to get vaccinated. Yes. Um, but for them to put something out like this, actually saying it, no, I don't. I don't buy it. They're putting this out as breadcrumbs to draw out the crazy conspiracy candy, and once again to point fingers at everybody. Yes, and this say, was, oh, you really think this is true, you anti-Semite? Right. This is this was recorded and broadcast on the uh, Channel Twelve News, and Shaked suggested that the Green Pass could be removed as a requirement for outdoor seatings at restaurants at Westwants at Westwants. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a Big Bang Theory joke. Oh god, I watched. I know what that's from too. I, yeah, I got forced to watch like two seasons of that back when I was still ugh, dating. I, I hate that show. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, like, I mean, still, it's Jack Parsons' grandson. His gay grandson is the main character. But whatever. All right. Back to this. Um, Shaked said, yeah, they want to remove it as a requirement for outdoor seatings at restaurants. Horowitz said for swimming pools, too, not just in restaurants. Epidemiologically, it's true, said Horowitz, adding, the thing is, I'm telling you, our problem is people who don't get vaccinated. We need to influence them a bit. Otherwise, we won't get out of this pandemic situation. <sighs> Wait, so they're suggesting for swimming pools. Isn't that a little racist? Mm. Considering the, the numbers of ethnic folks and colored folks who have not taken the vaccine. Oh, listen to this. Disgust with the unvaccinated comes up later. It's annoying that they're taking up hospital beds, he says. Those in intensive care, Yes. So they're mad. They're mad that uh, they're mad that these unvaccinated are even in the hospital taking up their beds because the vaccinated can take the beds. So for the swimming pools, are they all Olympic size? Uh, Auschwitz size, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just making sure. Oh, only the best for our friends. Yeah. Yes. So uh, the new prime minister, um, what's his name? Uh, Naftali Bennett, alien head. Get looking guy. He he yeah. told the cabinet that the tolerance towards those who choose not to get vaccinated has ended. There is no more tolerance towards the unvaccinated. And Israel means it. 
Okay. Yep. But Johnny, remember the last time the Jews had no tolerance? Yes. Ugh. I can just I can see the Oh, the uh what is it? Revenge narratives coming up out of this, which is again why I think it's it's just conspiracy candy. Mm. Uh, all of this mm. just seems too perfect to bring out any sort of like fake gay op anti Semites that people can point to and and then of course equate being unvaccinated with being conspiracy theorist, with being an anti Semite, etc. Just as they always do. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean God, nothing is real. Yes. Oh, you know what we forgot? You know what we forgot about 9-11? We totally forgot to mention. That the Al-Qaeda leader, Ayman al-Zwahiri. You remember him, right? Ayman al-Zwahiri? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't uh, he dead? No, no. Uh, so this guy made a video, and he attacked Arab countries for collaborating with the United States, calling them Zionist Arabs. He basically, he named Saudi Arabia and UAE as collaborators with um, with United States for 9-11. Yes, it was United States and Saudi Arabia, right? Exactly. It was the Saudis. It was the Saudis. Way to go. Arabs. Yeah, way to not name the Swiss there, pal. Right. I mean, even... Yeah, even the most normie of conspiracy shows, like, talk about the dancing Israelis, you know? Like, yeah, because we haven't heard about those 10,000 times. Oh, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, at least at least there's that, right? These guys are like, these guys are talking about Saudi. You know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, Saudi and Israel technically is the same, but. I was going to say, what's the difference? I mean, the color, they're. One wears turbans. Yeah, one wears, one wears picnic tablecloths on their heads, and the other one wears boxes on their foreheads. <laughs> the other ones the other ones wear mini D-wave quantum computers on their foreheads. <laughs> What's the word that starts with Q that's that's uh, associated with the D-wave quantum computers, my heart? It's when Anthony uh, uh, It queer. sounds it sounds like another word but it start this word starts with Q. It sounds like a, a like it doesn't belong. I don't remember. I've been trying to think of it all day. It's bothering me. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that other video again. But I, I don't even remember. I don't even remember. It's fine. It's in that Anthony patch. (laughs) It's in that Anthony patch video that you, your first one that you, that you had. Yeah. No. Yeah. With uh, the guy that listens to techno the whole time. Yes. That you kind of have to, if I could put it in audacity and had the, the energy to actually work on it, you'd probably just turn the music all the way down. Mm -hmm. I hate that. Yeah. Well, there is, Speaking of the D-Wave stuff, there is the, the Q program. Right, right. But there's no, there's another word. It's, it's not the Q program, but it's it's something else. But there's, yeah, there's a few Q things associated with these these uh, D-Wave quantum computers that do like, mm-hmm. that do like a trillion, trillion computations per second. Hmm, Q supercomputer. Hmm. hmm. Owned by the elite. Hmm. hmm. Eh, I'm sure it's nothing. I'm sure it's nothing. I wouldn't worry about it. Nah, it's it'll be all right. It's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. Just rub some dirt on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was well. I was, I was 
reading in uh, reading some of the articles and some of the references that uh, Tony Patch was talking about in his talks, and mm-hmm. and it ties into all the stuff we've been talking about with CERN and the transhumanist agenda and all the all the stuff with the computers and the the deep learning stuff and all the stuff that Skull's been talking about the past couple of days with the uh, SWS, their the sentient uh, world system. Yeah, um, pretty much everything that I've been delving into as far as CERN goes um, has come from Anthony Patch over the past couple of years. He's just been the best source of information and and his you know adjacent sources um, that right. he works with. Right. Absolutely fantastic. Even though we do have our disagreements, he is you know technically a boomer and a globe cuck. Um, still fantastic work, and it does meld well with what all of us have been talking about. Yeah, and everything he says, like it, it, it all combines, you know. And again, it always ties back. It always ties back. These so, narratives always weave together. It's like a basket, right? Like a basket woven by you know whites, right? Not woven, not woven by basketball players who have to take a class because otherwise they, you know, they don't get enough credits to graduate. There's Speaking from experience. <laughs> no, I'm not a black basketball player. Oh, Johnny, uh, Jack, what did you just post? I, because uh, I didn't watch the video that you were talking about, but I, I just kind of looked up uh, the thing. I don't, I don't know if that's it. No, Is that's it not the one. That, that's not the okay. one. Yeah, I don't that's think so. Either, no, no. It's just, it's a short where it's like quirk or something like that or whatever. But it's, it's like, but it starts with Q and it's. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyways, I'll have to go back and listen to those videos. Yeah. Good information. Yes. So we're what time is it? It is that's time. Let's take a break. We're gonna do that Norm McDonald clip that I told you about where he, he talks about our dear friend Uncle Ted. And we'll be back. The FBI released this sketch of the man known as the Unabomber this week. And authorities immediately issued an arrest warrant for Weird Al Yankovic. (laughs) Tonight, after a search of nearly 18 years, the man known as the Unabomber has apparently been caught. Theodore Kaczynski is described as a genius with degrees in mathematics from both Harvard and the University of Michigan. Well, now perhaps Americans can focus on our real enemy. Fancy book learning. On Thursday, Congress gave final approval to a sweeping new anti-terrorism bill. The new law permits foreign terrorists to be deported, limits federal appeals on death sentences, and allows for the immediate arrest of any Harvard graduate who lives in a dirty wooden shack. (laughs) Although only one of his victims was from California, Governor Pete Wilson is pushing to have the Unabomber suspect tried in Los Angeles. Also pushing to have the Unabomber tried in Los Angeles, The Unabomber. (laughs) According to this week's Star Magazine, Unabomber suspect Ted Kaczynski is still a virgin at the age of 53. This uh, isn't too surprising when you consider that Kaczynski's best pickup line was, my dirty wood shack or yours? In Sacramento this week, jury selection began in the trial of accused Unabomber Ted Kaczynski and appears to be moving briskly. 
In fact, lawyers for the defense had only one question for each prospective juror. What is your mailing address? <laughs> hey, Ted Kaczynski! Hey! Hey, listen, buddy, sorry about all that stuff I did back in our old college days. I hope you don't hold a grudge. Oh, no, no, no. I, I got uh, all that off my chest. Let's, uh, let bygones be bygones. <laughs> all right, then. Hey, I brought you that package you sent me. I've been waiting to open it. Oh, you know what, George? That package is really a present for all you guys. Oh. Now, don't open it till I'm gone, because I'll get embarrassed. Oh, come on. I'll tell you what, Ted, we'll at least read the card. Yeah, yeah, I'll, come on, okay. Come on. All right. I'm having the best time. Oh, yeah. 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 To all my chums from the class of 62, live from New York, it's Saturday night! All right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Nationalist Inquirer. I am still Johnny Monoxide with Reinhardt and Jack Dogbot. Joined us over the break. Hi, Dogbot. Hey, guys. Hey. How are you doing? Good. We're, uh, we already knocked down all the COVID news for this week, so you don't have to sit through that. Uh, yeah, what? I was uh, busy pouring out a very long glass for Norm MacDonald. Yes. And a very big hat. Yep. Yes. I'm going to miss Chard Ferguson. <laughs> turd ferguson dude that was one of his better characters I, one of the few dvds i own uh that i've watched several times was dirty work a uh, very fine movie he did with mm -hmm. uh, the guy that used to be on howard stern show Artie lang yes it was before Artie lang's nose was completely flattened by cocaine right yeah, before it completely collapsed. Jesus, like, his face like collapsed. Continent wide strip mall is. He's, or, is or, that kind of like what Crocodile does, but before Crocodile? I was so going to say his deflates face. Deflates your entire face. <laughs> yeah. I had a joke, but it's going now. Okay. Something about fat comedians and cocaine, man. Yeah, I know. I know. I is John know Candy is. one of those, or is, did he just die from being fat? I think he died of like like lobster overdose you know like fat just yeah i bet he faked his death and is pretending to be his sister or something yeah that, that's prince but yeah probably i liked john candy i did too that, that movie who's harry crumb was really funny oh who's that yeah. was funny. all of his movies all his movies were great the great uh, outdoors oh dude the great outdoors all of them the great outdoors uh summer rental uh oh man the grandeur summer rental uncle buck um planes trains and automobiles with steve martin is classic classic yes that was great yes, yes. those aren't pillows <laughs> so how about them bears yes yes hell of a team hell of a team such <laughs> a great sad movie though like at the end this is very sad he was good in Spaceballs too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah Spaceballs. Yeah, who's yeah, Borf. Ah, he was a mog, half man, half dog. He was his own best friend. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking good. about. That's a good bit. We were, yeah, we we're talking about Mel Brooks. No, we we're talking about Mel Brooks at work today, and um, how only Mel Brooks is allowed to be racist in Hollywood. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's some, there's something about him that just allows that to happen. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, no, we 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 all know what it is, but yeah, he's like, yeah, he's he's a director. He's a director, exactly, exactly. He's the director. That's why he's allowed to be racist. So I quit. Yeah, he's got a lot of pull. 
He's got a lot of pulls as a director. You know, he's, he makes he he can make or break your career. <laughs> Absolutely, that is a big do- big deal. All right, so real quick, guys, I actually have I have a couple of emails that I wanted to get to. Uh, I haven't had a chance to. Uh, real quick, quick mea culpa. There was another Barry, Barry. There was another Stanley Kubrick film that we missed. It was Barry Lyndon. Oh, yeah, crap. I I haven't even seen that one though. Doesn't like, mean he didn't make it. Right, but it's it's not like <laughs> it's not like it jumps out at you, you know. No, it's no. I mean, it's no Clockwork Orange. It's no, you know, it's a two thousand one. It, it's no. Uh, 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 why do I always think clear and present danger? I don't know why I always think clear and present danger whenever I think Stanley Cooper for some reason. I know it's Tom Clancy. God. What was the British movie with Malcolm McDowell uh, that he did before uh, Clockwork Orange that took place in a boarding school? I thought Stanley Kubrick directed that, but apparently he didn't. That one was really fucked up. Oh, the... Ooh, um... I don't know the name of the movie. I know the movie. I can see it. You can see that the boarding school is a very large brick Tartarian-looking building. Yes. I thought Sam Stanley Kubrick directed that, but it turns out he didn't. No, no. Um, we have a, we have a uh, an email regarding the nine eleven episode we just recently did. You guys remember we did nine eleven episode this weekend, right? You remember that? Yeah. Remember that? that? Was Wasn't that launch. cool? Wasn't that cool? Yeah. It was really cool. My brain, my brain was, my brain was out of gas when we were done with that. <laughs> People are mad. People are mad. New Yorkers mad. You know. Big mad. We predicted this. Big Apple mad. Ooh, Big Adam's Apple mad. Big Adam's Apple mad. <laughs> Jack. Really? Put it on the list. I don't care. Put it on the list. What do you mean, really? <laughs> that one's funny. Speaking of Big Adam's apples, uh, William Eyelash was just at the Met for the Big Met oh, Gay Gala. Oh, you know what? You know what? I'm skipping ahead. We did the big gay apple thing, and I skipped my big apple email. Let's do the email, and then we'll get to the big gay gala that happened. Dearest Paranormies, good eye from down under. I write to you to advise of a... No, I'm not going to do it in an accent. I write to you to advise of a correction about the 9-11 show. I ran cameras throughout the time of 9-11 for news companies here. They used magnetic digital tape, not film. During live filming, they used a wireless satellite hookup. Because I love you guys, I want you to be technically correct. Thank you. But having said that, you guys are right. Digital artifacts could and would not create the effects you described. You would just get an entirely scrambled picture with the technology at the time. They would have modified the satellite feed using Hollywood effects boards, which were much more advanced than anything else at the time. Much respect. Hate to be the reply guy, but it's from a place of love. I know Johnny was tired also. Uh, may I request that when you guys do get have time to please do a special on the Port Arthur Massacre in Australia. It's the reason I'm a chef and not a gunsmith. Airsoft here will get you five years federal for possession. It's disgusting seeing Whoa. libtards. Yeah. Disgusting seeing libtards using it as an example of gun control when thousands of us protested at the time. Thank you for your time and God bless you and all your families. Thanks for the great content. Right on, man. I would like. I, I would Thank definitely you. like. Uh to hear more about the Port Arthur incident from actual Australians. 
I would as well, but I do have stuff on that. And uh, maybe, maybe if Ranbot can get over the fact that he hates us because of the tranny question, um, maybe Ranbot can come on and we can talk about Port Arthur. Somebody make Ranbot happen. Hang on, hang on. I'm yelling at the audience, Dogbot. Hang on a second. Somebody make the Ranbot thing happen. I'm sure he's on Telegram and I could reach out, but I don't know. Just somebody make Ranbot come on the show. Okay, what'd you say, DB? How 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 can anybody hate us over the tranny question? Either you like the Hollywood movies or you don't like the Hollywood movies, right? You you're you're questioning people's reasonings for hating us. I mean, come on, guy. I I guess that's true. Honestly, I don't care why people don't like a certain thing or not. They yeah. can choose to enjoy or ignore or give us hate. Either way, it's a listening. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. all seven boroughs, uh, B-U-R-R-O-W-S, are upset with us. What? Isn't that... I'm trying to get the uh, joke. Are you trying Isn't to that what they call the neighborhoods and... New York City boroughs. boroughs. It's, it's five boroughs. B a b u r r o u g h s. B o u b o. Stop. It was like b o u r o u g h borough. Oh, yeah. This has nothing to do with like when you mix a donkey with a horse. That's a, no. You guys really stop, stop, stop right now because yeah, stop. We're not doing. We're not doing that. Like New Yorkers can be mad, but we're not insulting New York. We Stop. Right. I have a lot of family still there, so unfortunately, let's not. Where? Where? Where were we? Um, yes, we're. Uh, oh, we're yeah. We were uh, doing the email about did about Port Arthur and the film. Yes, the film being digital type film. So okay, so it's like magnetic a digital between tape between film and digital. Yes, but still, you would not have a clear picture of a building smoldering and then digital artifacting on buildings in the perimeter. Yes, and I believe actually, I, I'm not trying to like like beat my own drum. I think I was the one who brought that up that artifacts still wouldn't happen like that. Um, to the guy who sent us the email, thank you very much for that and your kind words. Reinhardt, um, I didn't. Were you on the show? I hate you. <laughs> Screw you. I'm just kidding, buddy. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, that was um, no, but that's no, that's that was, true though. That's good to have that confirmed and to know that there. It, it makes sense that they would have a hybrid between the age of film and the age of pure digital, having that kind of that melding of the two to transition right. in that well, era. But it I have, still wouldn't happen. I have a Sony DV camera, a digital video camera. It play, makes those little mini digital videotapes. They're digital tapes so right yeah it's a combination I mean, we technology, used to record we used to record songs on the dat tape mm -hmm. and they're digital audio you know, yeah so yeah it's just um it doesn't make it any you know it what it doesn't do is it, it's not an entirely digital scene so you don't like i said you don't get rendering on part of it and not on all of it well, it's not film. That's the distinction. It's also not it's film. Yes, not, it's not film. Yeah, there's not like rolls of film somewhere that somebody's threading onto a reel and yeah. Yeah. Um, quick thing about Port Arthur. Johnny, I know you've been suggesting whenever we're in prep chat and we're like, okay, what do we want to do in two weeks, three weeks? You're like, <laughs> every single time you, you bring up Port Arthur and we need to get it done. Um, but 
to echo Dogbot, I would really like for any Australian out there who listens, like send us whatever you've got. If you've been looking into it or if you experienced uh, stuff afterward, I mean, that would help us out a lot. Yes. Because I, I know we all definitely don't want to muck it up. Yeah, because being Americans, we are in this continent-wide strip mall. We, the, the affairs and goings-ons of different countries, even ones we really like, like Australia, uh, the details get quite muddied. Yes. By the time they reach us. Oh, also, dude, when- speaking of Australia, speaking of Australia, we just got a comment on a an episode a couple week from a couple weeks ago from the Nationalist Enquirer, Hillary by Boomer Songwriting from a while back. Uh, the comment is Australia is fully locked down. LMAO, no, it isn't. Only two states are in lockdown. The rest of us are not. The rest of us not in the retard states of New South Wales and Victoria are doing fucking great and have been for the majority of the year. So, again, we don't know shit here in America other than what the little black magic scrying screen or the magic box on the wall tells us. So, when we see that guys like Blair Cottrell and other Australians talking about Australia being in completely full lockdown and full George Orwell 1984 style uh, totalitarian dystopian nightmare style lockdowns. Well, we're going to believe it because that's what we see. And when, uh, when, when dingoes from other provinces tell us that it's not true, well, I guess we got to believe them. They're there. So yeah, well, that's, already, and that's good I, to know. I mean, they they have the same effect with us as well. Uh, my dad spent quite a bit of time in um, in the Gold Coast region of Australia, and it, this was actually during 2016 during the election. And all they saw in Australia, and we're talking just like normie Christians down there, all they would see was just the most liberal of liberal media. They didn't see anything else on television, any sort of news, all their searches all showed just the typical Jew responses. Um, I mean, you had to be a conspiracy theorist to actually find out anything going on from our side of things or even just normie conservative side of things. So the effect goes both ways. Yeah, that weird bureaucratic name for their COVID camps, though, I mean, that really... That really made my radar peek up. Yeah, what is what is the name? The really weird bureaucratic name for their COVID camps? I, I'd already forgot, but it's almost as bad as Amazon calling their warehouses fulfillment centers. You don't remember where Jack, it is. Jack, can you look it up and please just Damn interrupt and, and tell us because I want to know what this is. Because I actually yeah. didn't look. I didn't look either. Uh I was not aware yet. I was I forgot about that. I, I know they have they have COVID camps for the uh for those who are sick, or is it for the unvaccinated? Uh, it's for the people who are sick and refuse to comply. So they take them to these places, and they they stick them there for two weeks, and it looks like a really shitty hotel room. Uh, and with some of these people, and, and it's so poorly managed, there are some people who've, who have been counting the days, and they'll think that they're going to leave the next day, and then they find out that they're stuck there for another week and they end up like throwing chairs into the freaking mirrors and stuff like that. There's some um, there's some pretty weird videos on the uh, the covid red pills channel of of people stuck inside these <laughs> covid fulfillment centers. <laughs> I don't know what else they call are they, them. Are they called houses of the dying? No, oh, wait, it's, no, it's Mother it, Teresa. But never mind. Uh, <laughs> same thing. 
Actually, houses of the not dying. I don't know. I, I can't I'm, think. Of I any, mean, it's any something reason. almost as bad as like societal betterment cottages. It's oh, just God. something. It's just something that bad. Wait, please tell me you came up with that on the spot, right? I came up with that on the spot, but okay. it's not nearly as good as the actual <laughs> name. I just well, keep seeing everywhere quarantine camp. Hmm. hmm. Well, if you're Australian and you can find the name, <laughs> that'd be super helpful. <laughs> And if Blair Cottrell is listening right now, please, Blair, find it. Yes. So apparently, um, yeah, I don't know what they are either. But if it's if it's something, if it's something ironic and and conspiratorial sounding, I want to know. I, I need to know. Okay. So, are we done with the emails? What else do we have? That was uh, oh, Australia. One, one thing. Oh, yeah, can what? I can I include one quick thing in this since we're talking about emails and different things, Johnny? This is an update on the paranormies situation, the the faking gay paranormies. Mm. So, uh, of course, Aether posted his original comment. They responded with their just terrible explanation, and uh, he commented back and said, "Weird, because I swear I saw the name before." Oh yeah, paranormies.com. Those guys have been around for years. And he actually like linked the website. What, what did they say? Anything? They haven't said anything. He just posted it, so oh, okay. we, we will see what happens. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Things are developing. Yeah, developments are happening. New they, shit they, has they come to light. The font off for the name. Yeah, like, they totally the ripped the font yeah. off. They ripped the font off. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. Um. Oh my god. Anyways, yes, we will have an update for you probably next nationalist inquirer if you're not in the chat damn that's that's pretty funny this is gonna be great way to go aether anyways he really is he's he's best boy he's yeah he's, he's best boy he's uh he's yes he's the new he's an admin in our chat and uh he's he's a good dude he's a good dude he also does great music work uh check out golden gates on Bandcamp. And he says there are no coincidences. Uh, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, and by the way, you, there's no, there's no way you can't take the name or the words. A pair of paranormal investigators, and smash that together. You cannot make a smush word into that and make paranormies. There's yeah, no where, way. Where's the investigators part? Yeah. Where's where the hell is normies in that? Right. right, right. <laughs> See, I wanted him to say that. I want. I wanted him to just ask where they heard the term normies from. Yeah, yeah. It's because that already shows that they had to. They had to be in our circles, even like a cursory search of our circles, mm-hmm. and see that. It's interesting. To At least be four chan fags. Maybe they were snagged by some feds off of four chan. I don't know. Maybe actually. Maybe, maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe it's somebody who's just jealous. Maybe it's somebody who's just jealous that they're not the paranormies. They're not the actual paranormies. That's true because they may have 40,000 subs that they definitely didn't pay for, but. <laughs> they we are just a, a pair of paranormal investigators. Very normal ones. That's how we came up with the name. I'll go are, make my own paranormies with blackjack and hookers. Right. You know it's fat blacks and Screw hookers. Screw the paranormies. Yeah. Fat blacks and hookers. 
<laughs> See, that's why I said really earlier because you can't beat that. <laughs> no, I mean you can't, but <sighs> but we also really can't put that oh, out man. on all the websites either. So, oh, that's true. That's true. I mean, we want to kind of keep that it attitude. family friendly. I know, right? We want to kind of keep it family friendly. But also, I don't really care. <laughs> but also, I mean, guys listening to it in the car with their kid in the back seat, you know, they don't have to see the title. Not the whole title. It's on the little tiny car screen. <laughs> if that. If that. And if, yeah. and if you can I mean, see the entire title, that means that you have one of those Apple Play car. Yeah. Yeah. Pull crap your, interfaces and yeah, you're gay. Yeah. With your big gay interface. Yeah. yeah big, get rid big, of that. Big gay B system touchscreen. I think I'm going to go backwards. I currently have a 2013 mm-hmm. car, but I think I'm just going to go backwards with my, my truck. Car. My truck is a 2008. Bro, I got a 93. Get on my level. Ooh. Based. Yeah, but don't you have to replace the engine? Jeep. Don't you have to replace the engine every like three weeks? No, dude. Uh, well, that's that. Uh, funny. Fuel pump went, not the engine. Ah, it's different. Yes, just different things fall off of it all the time. Yes, I get it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. As we determined, at least you're going 70 miles an hour, so when the power steering goes out, you still have some control. Yes. Only Fun because fact. of it's inertia and weight. To, yeah, it's, it's better to lose your power steering going fast rather than slower. Fun fact. This is true. This is absolutely true. Yes. Definitely right. hasn't happened to all four of us at no, one point. It's, it's never happened. It's never happened to me in the snow in a Volkswagen Jetta. No. Wait, is this gonna Oosh. is this gonna start a trend like when I flip my truck, everyone started flipping their shit. So now is everyone's fuel pump is gonna no, die? No, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. I swear to God. Oh, no. if I, I have swear. a long commute in the morning, Jack. I will be very angry with you. All right, let's <laughs> let's let's skip ahead to the content. Um we have more content. We did some entertainment in the first half with Norm McDonald. F's in the chat for Norm. However, the big gay tranny, like young talent whose butthole hasn't fully been prolapsed by Moloch, the Met Gala, was this week. Good Lord. And they come out in full force. Hollywood comes out in costume and in fetish attire and in what looks like furry convention looking stuff. Did any of you guys catch any of these shenanigans? Any of these? I don't want to say people, but these people. I caught the pictures, especially the uh, if you look in the Skype chat, I definitely caught the AOC dress. Yeah, and you, I, you're going to want to look in the Skype chat. I've seen some funny, uh, some funny versions of the AOC dress, which says "Eat the Rich," originally, which is ironic that that dude would be wearing that. But this is all irony and humiliation. That's what this entire thing is about. Yeah, I saw another one with uh, ASAP Rocky, the guy, the uh, the the rapper that yes. uh, that Trump went out of the way to uh, part get pardoned in the European country mm-hmm. and he was wearing uh what looked like to be some weird grandmother's quilt. Yeah, I saw that. There yeah, it's definitely a a quilt of sorts. Wait a second. Simone Biles was there? Uh no, she she quit before she showed up. You know, she was <laughs> she was going to go, but then she decided that she was 
tired. It was just well, mentally challenging. It, it, it looks challenging like the person so. who was supposed to be carrying the back of her dress quit before she walked out. Because this looks horrible. Which what? Which picture are you talking? It's about? all in the Skype. I posted a few pictures. What looks the like, hell is that? They it see? looks like she's trailing trash. It literally looks like she's caught up in somebody's collection of Walmart bags that they stuff under the sink. It looks like, okay, do you, do you guys ever know like white trash people who didn't have enough money for flocking or like fake snow under the Christmas tree so they would actually use Walmart bags and just cover them in glitter? Yes. That's what, That's that what this looks like. That's what that is, yeah. I, you took my Walmart bag idea. And who's the gay? Who's the gay fag with the with the uh, dog collar on his arm? I have no idea, but I just thought the face was very yes, appropriate. He's very, very not having it. <laughs> Who is now the one with the hoop skirt that you can see through? She looks familiar. That thing looks familiar. The face. Oh, uh, that's Joan Rivers. I mean, oh Parton? no, she's dead. That that one's dead. You know, Dolly Parton. No, who is that? Who is that one in the red striped dress there, Reinhardt? It looks uh, honestly no idea. Debbie Harry. I don't know. Is that, Did you guys see the Debbie ones Harry's of dead. that creature Grimes? Yeah, the Grimes in, uh, picture was. Uh, she's wearing like a looks like a Star Wars outfit of some sort. Here it is. She's got a sword. Yes, and she's got yeah, a sword. This is, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is the one. Uh, putting it in here now. Yeah, Dude, it's in. The- this is all kinds of weird sci-fi, dark fantasy. People keep telling me this one is a woman. Yeah, I I don't see it. I see the man hands. I see the man arms. I see the man neck. Strategic covering of the man jaw with you know plate armor fake plate armor well that's a mask yeah. yeah that's a covid mask so yeah uh i've seen this one described on twitter today as the final boss of all art hoes as a man who's played all the dark souls games many times if this were the final boss i would i'd break my tv hmm um i i saw my kid play that game a couple times some of those bosses were pretty cool looking on that game oh fantastic games yeah. You, you would you would break yourself though, Dobbot. They are meant to be very difficult. Now, what's the guy? What's the guy's name there in the in, in with the the fake Marilyn Monroe hair there? What's his name? There, Cillian Murphy, <laughs> Billy Eilish, Ron. The fake is it Ron in a, in a wig? Oof, Dogbot, You don't you see that? Yeah, I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard from Ron in a while. I'm a little worried about Ron, so yeah. uh, I hope that's not Ron. No, I, no. it's probably not. Ron is, Ron is probably running had, had a run in with some feral pigs and is busy taking care of that. Uh, but looking in the Twitter thread that goes down on this uh, this Met Gala thing uh, from the cut, Gross. yeah, Grimes, and then you scroll down and you see. Um, these these people it's I, I guess you call them people but again you have um there there's Lil Nas X there's Lil Nas X and he's dressed like C3, C3PO with shoulder pads and he's not pregnant he's not pregnant anymore isn't that weird he just oh. did a pregnancy photo shoot with a moon bump that wasn't real you guys thought the Na- little Nas X pregnancy pictures were real. 
Yeah, do you want to see uh, the best one, apparently? Go look at the last picture I posted in the Skype. Okay. That's, oh, that is... Uh, it's Kara uh, Delavine or whatever her name is. It's Delavine. Yeah, Kara Delavine. Peg the Patriarchy. Oh, that I couldn't remember this creature's name. It was in Valerian. Terrible movie. Uh, Peg the Patriarchy. Gross. Yeah, and I believe the outfit she's wearing has like a relief of maybe the Transformers on it. Like, see the faces? Is that like Decepticon Autobot? No, maybe. Or maybe it's supposed to look similar. Yeah, or like muscles? No, on the bottom it's clearly a star below the A in the patriarchy in the center. Oh. It looks like it could be like a like a raised relief of what could be the Transformers logos, you know, the Decepticon and the Autobots I, I, logos. I bet you could draw a Baphomet somehow in there. Yeah, I was going to say, there's that, and which, you know, <laughs> the Transformers, look at that thing's man face. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. You know what? I hate to interrupt, but this is actually the best dress. Are we going to put these pictures? We're going to have to put these pictures uh, oh. in the thing. Yeah. We will upload them. I this guess is, this is the best one. Kim tomorrow. Kardashian going full white Sharia. Uh, that looks black to me, buddy. Uh, you get your eyes checked. <laughs> That's full on Sharia. <laughs> Sharia right How about there. just full on Sharia? How about that? Full on, full on Sharia. Though. Right. So the I'm me- pretty sure any Muslim that sees says like, I don't know what that is, but that is haram. Okay, so the, the Met Gala, guys, the Met it's Gala, the, the what Pepe is eyes bulging out, guys? What is your understanding of what the Met Gala is? Uh, gay, uh, <laughs> satanic occult inversion bragging rights. Okay, dog, but one more time, like, do you know what the event is? Like, what they're supposed to be doing? Uh, something to do with art. That's What's the Metropolitan Opera, isn't it? Or it's held at the Metropolitan Opera House? It's held, yeah, I believe it's held at the Metropolitan Opera House, but uh, the Met Gala is a fashion event. Right. So, oh, so it's a place where these designers get to show off their weirdest shit. Right. Jeremy Pope and they wore like these, a... They convince these uh, celebrities to, to don the weirdest shit that they come up with. And they yes. can't wait to do it because of the designer. Right, because it's a designer, some you know, crazy name designer is giving you an an amazing outfit to wear for this crazy Illuminati ritual. <laughs> I mean, it's really I mean it's it's really kind of creepy some of the outfits these people wear. So, so who is humiliating who? Are are the are the designers humiliating the the tra- the tranny weirdos that they're making wear this stuff, or the tranny weirdos who are wearing this stuff humiliating us by wearing the weird stuff? I think it is a yes. yeah a, a yes situation where it's a combination of both. It's it's just so retarded. <laughs> like I hate this shit so much. What like I look fuck? at all these outfits and I'm just like I don't I don't see how anybody l- looks up or or is interested in these people's lives. 
Yeah, this is the top ten. I I, I feel so so far removed from all of this. These are the top ten most mentioned people around the Met Gala. Let me just list these names and tell me if you've ever heard of these people. Rosé of Blackpink. I those are words. Yes. Billie Eilish. Anthony Vaccarello. Rihanna. Kim Kardashian, Gigi Hadid, Justin Bieber, Camila Cabello, Kendall Jenner, and Shawn Mendes. Those are the top 10 most mentioned people involved in all of this. Now, Blackpink is some sort of fashion something, so that would explain who that rosé tranny is. I saw something that... uh... Conor McGregor was trying to beat up some rapper named Mac Miller, but his tranny girlfriend, Megan Fox, got in the middle and stopped it. At the Met Gala? Yes. Yeah, uh, on the on the red carpet. Or maybe this was the VMAs. I get all this stuff. Confused. Yeah, that wasn't it. Sounds this, like a that wasn't, Christmas party. That wasn't this. Okay. Not yet. Not, not, that wasn't this one. So there's pictures of... So, goodness gracious. Good Lord, have mercy. Okay, I'm going to drop a tweet in the chat. And you look at these pictures and you tell me what you think. You guys, this is, I mean, this isn't, this isn't the news, but this is the Met Gala. So I guess this is sort of, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to, uh, I guess we're going to have to drop these pics in the, in the chat. So it's going to make me. I'm gonna have to upload all these pictures. Let's not. Let's stop with the pictures, okay? Listen, you guys can all. Everybody can go. Holy and, crap! <laughs> yeah, Holy look at what the look at the first uh, picture and the, the third fuck, picture. Man. Look at the first picture and the third picture. Okay, the first picture. Look at the ring and index finger on the hand right there in the open. Uh, that's look, that's look uh, how blatantly that's obvious. Dude. Look how blatantly obviously male that physique is, right? Okay, so now go to the third picture. The Asian, the Blasian looking thing. Look at the male leg. There's a male leg sticking out. Look at the male hand touching the leg. Look at the male index finger, reigning finger at length. Like, that is a very... That leg looks like a soccer player. Right. This is a a soft boy physique. This is a soft boy's physique. And these are the actresses from the show Euphoria. And then the fat chick is... I think that might just be a fat girl. I mean, I don't know. It could be a fat. That looks like a badly. That looks like a badly rendered, like big milker mommy video game character. Yeah, actually, I was gonna say it looks like a, a fat mommy milker elf character. You it's I mean? it's hard to tell because her fingernails are retardedly long, or I'm sorry, his. But from the looks of it, that that ring finger do be longer though. On the fat on one? that left hand. On the fat one. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Apparently, yeah. this show Euphoria is incredibly degenerate, but you would expect that from anything that shows on HBO. Oh, it's on HBO. Okay, I was the told. Speaking, box of, office. speaking of HBO, I was told I should watch Person of Interest. As somebody, that was like a CBS show. As somebody who, uh, as somebody who, it was ABC at one point. Oh, ABC. That's right. It's got one of the uh, dudes from that show lost. 
Yes. Uh, what's his name? The guy who played Ben. Yeah. The short, Jewy looking dude with the spiky hair and long nose. Mm-hmm. If you're going to watch any HBO series, I just suggest True Detective Season 1. Yes. That's about that's about all I would suggest to you, Johnny. Other than that, I think you wouldn't like pretty much any of it. That was actually a really good season. I was told that because I'm, like I said, because I'm into conspiracies, I would really, really like that show. Probably because it makes fun of conspiracy theorists. Is that why? I don't know. What is this? There's even bots in the fucking comments. I literally oh can't God. escape the shit. Bots are gang stalking, man. They gang stalk everyone. Jack, this is what you get for telling people that you're gang stalking them by hiding in their walls. Well, I am. I'm not even lying. Then you get gang stalked by bots hiding in your crypto wallet. I don't know who's gang stalking who anymore. Basically. Life, all of reality is just one big Spider-Man meme. The labels just change. But you know who you are. I'm hiding in your walls right now. Oof. All right. Um, speaking of, well, going from these Met Gala dresses to uh, more full-bodied stuff, like entire people being recreated, what do you think, Johnny? Hold on, what? People being recreated? Are we talking about the? Uh, are we talking about the Avatar thing now? Yeah. Fox's new show, yeah, their new singing competition. Which Fox's is totally new just singing, singing competition, competition. <laughs> well, yeah, which is totally not like some sort of weird occult thing being done with some sort of transhumanist agenda with the Avatar style deal. Let's let's play the commercial and then we'll we'll put the link to the commercial in the show notes. Fox presents the world's first Avatar singing competition series. This is unlike how we've seen people perform ever. I am who I think I am, and I don't have to be afraid. Your voice is powerful. (laughs) Thank you so much. That was amazing. I can't wait to meet the human beings behind these alter egos. Alter Ego premieres Wednesday, September 22nd after The Masked Singer on Fox. After The Masked Singer. Oh, after sing- The Masked Singer. Yes, after They're The Masked Singer up. on Fox. Doubling down on occultic ritual magic, black magic rituals on your television. So these are, now are they holograms on the stage? Is that what's going on? These people are watching holograms or is this like, yeah, it has they to have be. to be. They have to be. So it's holograms. Yeah, it has to be because the actual singers are wearing, um, they're wearing motion capture right, suits. Right. So they're wearing all this motion capture stuff and they have like all the, what looks like, um, like, uh, oh, what the fuck do they call those things? You put your phone on it and you hold it and take pictures. That's hilarious. Like, so in the other gimbal. room, the singers look like something from a fucking Devo video from the 80s. Well, they, yeah. They like, look like they're. On stage. They look, yeah. They look like you know, like sports ballers getting ready to make an EA sports game. They have all the little. Oh wow, that's that's hilarious. And and they, I guess they don't really design these avatars themselves. They just probably have like five or six that they have to pick from. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But they could they could have designers who do it for them. Yeah, the I don't process. know. We'd have to look. I don't know about that. But I, I the one longer I watched a longer. Um, commercial it was like a uh, two and a half minute commercial on it 
And one of the guys, one of the guys is like, or not the guys, the one that was like, this is just how I really am. And it's like, a, uh, I, I want to I, I say that one might be trans. Yeah. Like a trans female. It's like a blue, it's like a blue person with a mohawk. Right. Like a blue but, fish person. Right, but the person like, looks like. This is who like I a, really am. But the person yeah, looks so like an ugly like, girl. There's like a fat dude with pink hair that's shaved underneath all the way around, and he's been taking hormones for about six months, so he's got some floppy weird tits, and so he comes out on stage, and he's a giant anime girl, like anime cat girl. That's basically what this is. No, right? I, I don't. I don't just... think you're actually joking. I think that's actually one of the. That was actually one of the lead ups to one of the intros to one of the. Notice, notice the fairies too in this. Yeah, there's fairies and there's all kinds of little weird, little esoteric, uh, little cryptids all throughout there. But yeah, it's an avatar. It's it's an avatar show. So uh, like the mask singer, where you have people. They come out in costumes, in crazy costumes. Some of them very strange, occult, esoteric-looking costumes. Some of them very satanic-looking costumes. Um, and you know, they have people inside. Just you know, you have uh, they have Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin was wearing one of the most evil, occultic-looking costumes of the whole series. And of course, you know, she's a Christian, right? Uh, one of these guys, I don't know. It's probably some gay dude, but he's out there, and I just. Uh, stop the video and watching the longer one and his alter ego is this like 2006 emo looking guy long hair black t-shirt that says ego and it's got two severed hands with fire in between them like promethean fire oh my god i can't wait to just hate watch some clips of these and see what oh, there's kind of symbolism be all kinds comes of out symbolism. of it you know there's i wonder if mr e will do a video on these Mystery doesn't have a channel anymore, okay? Let's have a little respect. Well, uh, he does. Yeah, Mr. E History from BitChute got got axed again this, this week. Oh, this, come some on. Some of the videos are still up, but the channel itself has been disabled. So, uh, uh. He, uh, because he's been making new content and stuff, I'm pretty sure he will reemerge soon. Good. Well, I hope he does. I hope so. And if he ever listens to this show, please do something on these. Oh, that's another. Oh. That's Grimes another thing. Is a cast member of the show. <laughs> yeah, she's a judge. It's a judge. Yeah, of the sh yeah of the deep fake show. Yes, absolutely. Um, Alanis Morissette too. Oh, that tranny. Yeah. Yeah. So, who, play, who who ironically played a female god in the anti yeah, dogma in the anti Christian movie Dogma. Right. The Buddy Christ. Your Buddy Christ movie. Yep. Um. Damn it, I was going to say something about you brought Grimes up. Uh, I forgot. Oh, well, never mind. Must not have been that important. Jack, were you going to say something? I, I thought I'd cut you off there or, so, or a minute ago. No, no, I was, I was just going to say, but did you guys know that Grimes is a cast member? Yeah. Weird. Oh. That's one of those. <laughs> Grimes is a cast member of, yeah, of the Alter Ego show. And of course, Will I Am, that black. Probably FTM. Right. So we have Will I Am from Black Eyed Peas. We have Grimes. We have Lannis Morissette. And of course, uh, oh, what's his name there? Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey. Yeah, Nick Lachey. Probably all, all, every single one of these is probably training. Well, since we already talked about the show, what about what can happen in your freaking living room? Uh, what can happen in your living room? So. There's a new software that's coming out. It might already have hit the market. Actually, no, it is already being used. I'm sorry. By streamers on Twitch and TikTok. Uh, Deep Face Live 
created by a, quote, secretive Russian developer known online as Iperev. Mm. Uh, this is a software that you can get on your computer. I don't know if it's free or what, uh, but it will deep fake your, your face in real time. And there's actually a GIF on the website here on the article that shows the software being used in real time to turn this fake Jack Posobiec looking dude into Tom Cruise. Right. This is crazy and deep fake technology. Normally, uh, normally deep fake stuff takes like that uh, a little bit of like the deep learning on the computer, it takes a little time to render it. It's not something you can do instantaneously. This is, this is being rendered on the fly. Deep face live. Oof. Jack, um, how are you going to make use of this? I mean, I can't imagine anybody using this for anything bad. <laughs> yeah, who, who would do such a thing? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, I mean... You know, one of the uh, uh, another Russian creator on YouTube known as Vladislav Pedro, who currently runs a Telegram channel that shares deep fake tutorials and other videos, told the Daily Dot that some creators have already begun using deep face deep face live on Twitch. He says, "What can I say about this software? Deep face live has a lot of potential. This software can be used by both streamers and creators of any other media content." But he warned that the tool would undoubtedly be used by criminals as well. There's the in before. There's the in before, and you know what's going to be coming. It's going to be some mass uh, crypto attack, some internet hack, something fake and gay that is going to be well, used, here's... and you are you can be so sure that they're going to use Sam Hyde's face. Yeah, well, well I mean, here we here... go. One of these, what they're doing is 96% of all deep fake videos online are can you guys guess Justin Bieber porn uh porn yeah yes. porn oh oh yeah where Gross. they play yeah. celebrity yeah. faces over adult film stars who are actually doing porn uh that is the most common use of deep face technology yes a staggering whopping 96% Oh, and of course, the most popular and the first facial data set to be offered for Deep Face Live is Margot Robbie. Ugh. Harley uh, Quinn. Uh, wow. Uh, gross. The whorish Harley Quinn and the one who sullied the role of uh, of Jane Porter in Tarzan. Yeah. There you go. Wait, she was in Tarzan? Yes. There was a Tarzan movie? Yes, it was like five years ago. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! I guess they, I guess they keep bringing that one out, you know. Every yeah, they have to keep. So they have to keep making a new Tarzan movie every now and then to remind people. But they're always, but they're always terrible because they have to, they have to, uh, you know, combat Edgar Rice Burroughs' uh, original racist writings Uh, and white savior mentality. You're way too young for this one, Reinhardt. But there was one in the '80s that had the guy from Highlander in it. Oh man, that one was so. I remember which one you're talking about. Oh man, oh, the one where he God. they brought him back, they brought him back and like got him in clothes and stuff and like yeah. Oh yeah, trying to make him civilized. It was Tarzan. Well, that's it was Well, no, that happened in the books. He 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 Yeah, no, I know. They tried to make it they tried to make it right. Came English. But no, 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 no. I understand that it happened in the books, but in the movies it was just done so terribly. Yeah. No, it was. Also, Jack, thank you for bringing that up. 
96% opposite of 69. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Jack. Yeah, that's a rather <laughs> useful fact. Wow. Uh, that's that's uh, uh, right there. Yeah, I was about to say some numerology. Dropping some numerology yeah, in, some the, back, in the chat. Backwards masking numerology. Yeah, that's, that's how it's done. I don't know. Something Quality. like that. Um, okay, so this... Seriously, though, this software, we can all tell how it's going to be used. Mm-hmm. It's going to be used for porn, and it's going to be used for gay ops. Right. And it's going, to be, it's going to be used for gay ops that you can see at any point on your phone. It's not just going to be something that you see in the news and you're like, oh, wow, that's probably faking gay due to pattern recognition or radical skepticism. This is going to be something that you can see in real time. Mm-hmm. Like if they could have done – if they could have used Deep Face Live for, let's say, the New Zealand shooting, there will be uh, shootings. There will be attacks, things like that. Like this using this technology guarantee it do you right. think they can use it to have two planes hitting two porn stars at different times i mean that would probably take some serious editing but i'm sure somebody's up to the challenge i don't know maybe uh, and have like a little helicopter that 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 disappears and comes around yeah yeah poor pat yeah. pat just disappeared sometimes all right. What else do we have in the realm of news? What was this 6G article, Reinhardt? What the fuck is 6G? Can we get 5G in the realm of things that literally nobody asked for? 5G was one. Now, apparently, there's a thing yeah. called 6G. The hell is 6G? And this is from last year, too. This is a July 2020, old. yeah. And they're farther along with the whole 6G narrative now. Oh, uh, of course. Of course. Because if they're talking about it in July of last year, then that means they probably... Yes. So 6G, the next hyper-connected experience for all. 6G for the next generation communication systems. The white paper covers various aspects related to 6G, including technical and societal megatrends, new services requirements, candidate technologies, and expected timeline of standardization. Hmm... 6G is to bring the next hyper-connected experience to every corner of life. Oh, boy. This sounds so like science guys are like, I can see the Star you know, where the Star Wars guy gets like the glint in his eye and he starts salivating and smiling and tearing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can see it right here. So, so here's the two things that you want to know about it. The digital twin phenomenon. So with the help of advanced sensors, AI, and communication technologies, it will be possible to replicate physical entities, including people, devices, objects, systems, and even places in a virtual world. This digital replica of a physical entity is called a digital twin. In 6G environments, through digital twins, users will be able to fully explore and monitor the reality in a virtual world without temporal or spatial constraints. Users will be able to observe changes or detect problems remotely through the representation offered by digital twins. <laughs> They'll be even so, able to go beyond observation and, and actually interact with these beings. Sorry, whoever is about to talk, go ahead. I was going to say, so does that mean I can finally go visit Antarctica? Or is that still off limits? What they want you to see is Antarctica. I mean, yeah, there's true. That. There's that. You know, for the guy in the chat earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, for even the, I mean, all, 
guy, even the guy from, I mean, real quick on Anarchy, even the guy from Faking Space did, uh, he, he um, sent an email to one of the uh, Antarctica uh, travel agents, I guess, and did some sort of, did some communicating with him. Sent a couple of emails back and forth, told him what he wanted to do. He wanted to film the 24-hour sun down there, and he wanted to do some drone filming. And the conversation was quick, quickly and abruptly diverted to another direction and then rapidly ended. So, I mean, the guy does do some good known- research, but, the, but, the, but you know, being the sole arbiter of truth on the internet, he is not. Of course. You know, maybe we should send him an email then. Not faking space, the Antarctica people. Sure. Fuck sure. it. Let's send faking space an email too. Y- yeah. Let's send everybody. Everybody's I'll getting s- an email. I'll send them into a fucking. Send everybody an email. I'll send. <laughs> send these paranormies guys an email. A sternly worded Fakers. email. Sternly. All right. Sternly. Uh, Reinhardt, go back to this. Go back to this uh, digital twin technology. Yeah, so basically, and and one thing I have to say for any uh, anime fans out there, this is basically Sword Art Online, but you know it's going to be evil. (laughs) So, sorry everybody. Um, With this, a digital twin could be a representation of a remotely controlled set of sensors and actuators. So, this twin will be like an actual presence that's controlled. This will be controlled... Really not by yourself, but controlled by AI, by, uh, by um, acquired user data. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word. And of course, you have to know the code that you know, controls these things, controls the AI. These people, the elites, the people creating these things have access to these digital twins, to their back doors. Right, so you can just see how this is going to work in people's everyday lives. Um, they are going to be convinced to do things. They are going to be convinced to uh, whether to be more docile, whether to be more radicalized. This could be like a VR four chan, honestly, <laughs> like VR chat, but ten times worse. Um, oh Jesus! As an example that they use. Uh, said, in this manner, a user's interaction with a digital twin can result in actions in the physical world. So, though you don't control it, the data gathered from you can help in controlling that being, or at least can help in the decision-making to control that being. Right. For example, quote, a user could physically move within a remote site by controlling a robot in that space entirely via real-time interactions with a digital twin representation of that remote site. Hmm. So you could control something from across the world sitting in your living room. You could actually control it, or they can create the illusion of you controlling it. When in reality, you're not controlling a thing. This is the exact same... This is... Exactly what Tim Osmond has been talking about for years, Johnny, in uh, uh, decoding. Oh God, is it decoding the mega? Um, oh, the mega script. Yes, decoding the mega. Mega me, yes. the Metascript. Metascript. Yes, thank you. Yes, decoding the Metascript. This is how they are going to. One of the ways that they are going to create this illusion of leaving Earth and going to space, going to Mars, living on other planets, colonizing the galaxy. Right, using VR, um, basically. Yeah. Yes. And that goes into the next portion. 
is XR. XR is a new term, and it combines VR, so virtual reality, alternate reality, or, or um, AR, yep. AR, whatever the actual term is for A, can't remember, and mixed reality, MR. Augmented reality. Uh, t- augmented, thank you. Um, is attracted great attention and opened new horizons in various fields, including manufacturing industries. Technical development to realize XR is in progress, and new innovative technologies are constantly appearing. The critical obstacle right now between the potential and the reality is hardware. Mm-hmm. So right now they're really waiting on, you know, just the hardware to make this possible. Right, hardware to catch up. To, I don't think that's. I don't think that's true. If you look at the picture over to the right, look, she's got the little VR headset going with the touch screen. And what is it? There we have our little Kabbalah t- DNA twist. Oh, nice. interesting. And mm-hmm. the eye, too. Yeah. You see you see what she's controlling with her left hand? On the eye right there. Yeah, the eyeball, yeah. The mm-hmm. eye. Mm-hmm. Very interesting there. Um, I hate so, this gay earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, Like I said, this is so, going to give the illusion of leaving this earth and mm-hmm. creating a new colony somewhere else mm-hmm. um when you're really the illusion dude, you're really th- somebody posted a vr video in the chat and it's kind of funny because it's kids playing a vr game or like they're they're like running on like a 360 degree treadmill and you're like totally immersed you know you saw that right where they have like the little waistbands yeah. and they're like swatting and running and doing and, the, and everybody's on their own little stand and everything yeah something like that something like that with you know and you don't believe they're already using this i mean they've been using this to give the illusion of space travel mm-hmm. for a long time most mm-hmm. likely mm-hmm. yeah they've been faking space uh, with uh yeah. <laughs> with this kind of technology for a long time i mean you have disney's uh simulator rides you know simulating doing going up into the atmosphere even to space you know uh, yeah, going through another planet, like their flight of passage ride for the Avatar film. Right, right. Or, or uh, the you know, um, oh, what is it? Uh, adventure, mission ex- space, mission space. Yeah, ex- I was going to say expedition space, but it's expedition Everest. Mission space. I can totally see how they they'd meld this technology with that ride too. Right, and and absolutely, and you would think, and again, like I said, Epcot is one hundred percent manufactured by designed and manufactured by military industrial complex companies every ride is made by lockheed martin by general dynamics by boeing by siemens siemens yeah oh yeah oh yeah Uh intel uh all these all these companies that make military industrial complex parts and 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 products and whatever they're making uh simulation rides that are imagineering your imagination getting you your body tricking you into believing that you're actually flying you're actually flying over the water and there's a splash of the water and it's 4D technology. It's four-dimensional because you're smelling the salt spray. You're feeling the wind. You're you're getting a little bit of the smell of the ocean. You know, it's all, it's four dimensions. You're getting all kinds of different sensory stimulants. So there's that. Gen- Gen- gentlemen. Yes. I know we're off the Met Gala subject. But I can't help but to bring up what I just found. Can I please beg you gentlemen to look at what I posted in the chat? Oh. Oh, I don't want to see horse girls. What the hell is horse girls? Is that Alanis Morissette on the left? I don't know. 
I don't know what I don't know who this these looks creatures like Alanis are. Alanis Morissette from like 1994. Right. Yeah that that is not a young that 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 is a young person. Yeah. That what is, is not, what is where did you get this picture? Like where's the tweet that this picture came from? Uh, I got it from uh, occult symbolism. They it's their most recent. Uh, they have the C3PO Nas X thing that you were talking about too. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Can we end this episode? <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to end this episode. We're at two hours now. Yeah, it's cool. Thanks for ending it like that, DB. Appreciate it. Uh, <sighs> I, don't, womp, womp, womp. I mean, maybe they had some. A vector. What is it? A vectorman? Ivermectin. Ivermectin, some horse. Yeah. If only they, you know what? I would hate to see what, what would happen if they had Ivermectin. Yes, Ivermectin. It's for the next Ivermectin, actually. That's what it is. Ugh. Gross. Camel paste. Camel paste. Yes, huffing camel paste. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> huffing camel paste and boofing Remsvideer. Remsvideer sounds like a town right outside of, like, you know, Gondor or something. It sounds like no, no, not not at all. Actually, it no. sounds like a black metal band that used to burn churches in the nineties in right. Norway. All right, all right, all right, whatever. Fair enough. It, it sounds like a pharmaceutical for people that are just slightly depressed. It's a well, it is a. That's what it is. It is a pharmaceutical. Oh, it it's the COVID thing, the Remsvideer thing. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing that they gave Trump in the hospital. The Remsvideer, right? Is that correct? Am I saying it wrong? I'm probably saying it wrong. I don't care if I'm saying it wrong. I don't know. Who cares? All right, Jack, you got a uh, you got a Necronomicon for us this week, there, buddy. Yeah, I will. I got something picked out. I haven't done the recording yet, though. What is it? It's uh from my my comfy book. Okay, cool. Some more of our uncle's comfy book. All right. So why don't you guys, uh, when you're done listening to this, head on down uh, when you're on paranoids.com listening to this, and you're done leaving comments. On Paranormies.com, head on over to DissidentApparel.com and buy our shirts. Dogbot, your shirt is being digitally processed. The art is being digitally processed. I don't know how long it's going to take to get it back. I'll get it back in a, in a little bit. I'll get it back. So fucking awesome. Yeah. It's going to be on a shirt. Your art on a shirt. Nice. Yes. I can't wait to wear it. Yes. Um, one thing, Johnny, I do... We do have an announcement about this weekend. Do you want me to say it now or do you want to wait? Oh, that's right. That's right. We're taking uh, yeah, no no regular show this week. There's going to be a campfire episode this weekend instead. Yes. Uh, Jack and I did a campfire interview uh, a couple of weeks ago, and this was our favorite one yet. Uh, Dan has actually become a good friend of ours, and we are very, very excited to share this. Uh, it's actually very, very freaky. Awesome. So yeah. I would recommend Dobbot, you and Johnny – you guys will want to hear it because uh, we can get some decent show content out of it too. Some of these stories that he's told. Cool. Looking man. forward to it. Yes. Yes. A very spooky. Campaign. And that is, that is only available on paranormies.com and t.me slash the paranormies present. That's right. That's that the only place it. you can find it. We're keeping it to ourselves. All right. Well, we're going to take off. We're going to get out of here. You guys have a good rest of your week. We'll see you next week on another Nationalist Inquirer. We'll see y'all later. Time travel makes you gay. Welcome to the Necronormicon. Today I'll be reading from Mein Kampf, study of the foundations of Marxism. 
urged by my own daily experiences, I now began to investigate more thoroughly the sources of Marxist doctrine. Its effects were well known to me in detail. As a result of careful observation, its daily progress became obvious, and one needed only a little imagination in order to be able to predict the consequences that must result. The only question now was, did the founders foresee the effects of their work in the form that they appeared, or were they themselves the victims of an error? To my mind, both alternatives were possible. If the latter case, it was the duty of every thinking person to oppose this sinister movement, hoping to avoid the worst results. But if the former were true, then it must be admitted that the original authors of this plague of nations must have been devils incarnate. For only in the brain of a monster, and not that of a man, could such a plan take shape, one whose workings must finally bring about the collapse of human civilization and the devastation of the world. Such being the case, the only alternative left was to fight. This fight must employ all the weapons that the human spirit, intellect, and will can muster, leaving it to fate to decide who shall prevail. And so I began to make myself familiar with the authors of this doctrine in order to study the principles of the movement. The fact that I attained my objective faster than anticipated was due to the deeper insight that I had acquired into the Jewish question, my prior knowledge having been rather superficial. This newly acquired knowledge by itself enabled me to make a practical comparison between the real content and the theoretical pretentiousness of the doctrine laid down by the apostolic founders of social democracy. I now understood the language of the Jewish people. I realized that they use language for the purpose of disguising or veiling their thought so that their real aim cannot be discovered by what they say, but rather only by reading between the lines. This insight was, for me, the greatest inner revolution that I had yet experienced. From being a soft-hearted cosmopolitan, I became an outright anti-Semite. Thank you for listening. If you have any submissions, send them to jacktheintern1488 at protonmail.com.